the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you today. It's a great day in Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. Coming to you live from the studio today. I want to give a shout out to our friends over at Porky's, and I'm sure they're helping a lot of Blue Darters and a lot of Central Floridians get their weekend off just right over at Porky's, but we unfortunately will not be with them to have that great lunch. We're going to be in the studio today. Uh, got a great show for you, too. We, of course, it's into the summer time. School is out now, but that does not mean that Blue Darter sports teams are idle. There's a lot going on as teams prepare for the fall. And also a lot of youth sports activities, as you know, taking place in Apopka over the summer. We'll be joined in just a moment by John Perry of the Apopka Chief and Planner, and he'll fill us in on all the important things that are happening in Apopka sports right now this week and in the weeks ahead. First of all, I want to give a shout out to our friends over at Florida Door Solutions and let you know that if you have garage door problems, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at fladoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And be sure to tell them you're a Popka Blue Darter. And also, now is a great time to contact Florida Door Solutions. They are celebrating their 18th anniversary, and they've got a lot of great specials for customers to celebrate that 18th year anniversary, which includes 18% discount on certain products. That's Florida Door Solutions. Popka's best garage door company and Florida's best garage door company. Now, let's go to John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner. Hello, John. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me, Roger. Hello? Hello? Okay. Hello, John? Hello? Yeah. Hey, John? Yeah, I'm here, Roger. Yes. Yeah, it's a gr- great to uh, speak with you, and um, I'll just defer to you. I've not had a chance to look at the Apopka Chief and Planner this morning, and, of course, that's my primary source to find out what's happening uh, across the board in Apopka Blue Darter Sports and Apopka Sports in general. What, uh, from your perspective, are the top things taking place this week and in the next coming weeks? Well, you know, there's, uh, of course, uh, right now, as far as the games, if you want to say, uh, actual competition, you know, the Popka Little League is going on, and, and the younger kids are playing now, and then the older kids start this next week or two, and uh, that'll continue through the through the, the summer months and until teams are eliminated. So, 
uh, you know, that, that will continue through into July at least some. And so, um, of course, then at the end of July, on July 29th, is when the fall uh, sports, uh, use that term loosely, the fall sports for high schools can start practicing, which, of course, includes football. Uh, and so uh, they have, you know, of course, five days of, of no contact uh, rules, and then, and, then, uh, and then they start contact practice the next week, that first uh, week of August. So, uh, you know, but th- there was some... There is a story we've got this week on. There was some the Florida High School Athletic Association uh, announced the new spring sports uh, classification and districting, and so um, there's some surprises in there, uh, and, and some that we knew were coming, but some changes that we knew were coming, plus some surprises. Uh, you know, we knew that that they were getting rid of, they were moving down from nine classes to seven classes in baseball, softball. Uh, they did the same thing with basketball. But for, for spring sports that were nine classes last year or the last several years, they're now seven classes, which I think is a good move. Uh, it's just nine classes, even in a state with as many high schools as Florida. Nine classes is just too many. Uh, seven seems to be probably a reasonable number. I used to think six was, but maybe with the growth, you know, seven is, is probably okay. But, uh, uh, for instance, in, in, in baseball and softball, uh, you would think Apopka would be pretty much in, in the same district with the same teams. But the, there's only one common team for softball and baseball districts now, and that's, uh, that's uh, Lake Brantley of all teams. So, uh, you know, baseball is, is uh, more of what it's been lately. I don't have it right in front of me, uh, but, but softball is – pretty much completely geared with uh, Seminole counties. In other words, Haggerty is involved with, with the pop. And, of course, Haggerty is always very good. Uh, actually, here it is now. I've got it uh, in the Popkins baseball district will be Lake Brantley, Evans, Boone, Okoye, and West Orange, uh, which is, is really kind of wild to me that Lake Brantley and Boone and, and those other teams would be in the same district. Uh, but uh, in softball, it's Apopka. Lake Brantley, Haggerty, Oviedo, Lake Mary, and Seminole. So Apopka's the only Orange County team there. I know Haggerty's always good. Lake Brantley's been very good for several years now. And, uh, you know, the others, uh, maybe they'll get lost in the, in the dust because there's it looks like a pretty strong district, especially at the top. And then uh, some of the other, uh, Kaiba's dropped to 6A. Uh, you know, they've dropped to 7A in football. And, and now in these other sports, they've dropped to 6A. So, you know, Popco will continue to play them, I'm sure, in these sports, but it won't be uh, won't be in the same district, so it's not a district game anymore. And then there's there all the other districts are are you know all the other spring sports are you know from tennis to flag football and and whatnot are are uh, in track and field are there there they have new districts as well, but uh, uh, the the main ones that that we we hear about baseball and softball. Uh, are, are certainly dis- different in, in terms of the uh, teams that Apopka's in the district with and between baseball and softball, there's huge differences, obviously. So a uh, little, little news there is, is, you know, here in the, the summer months when things aren't hopping quite as much on high school sports. Thank you for that update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that uh, Coach McDaniel posted on the uh, 
the Blue Darter Baseball Facebook page, the, the new district. I thought it was definitely interesting. Still remains very tough, very formidable. Um, but I think it might be a little bit more uh, uh, manageable, if you will, or, 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 or less daunting with Olympia not being in there. But but it's only by a little because Boone's obviously got a great program as well, and Brantley and West Orange are still in there. But you know, I, I, I tend to uh, to like the new district, and you know, we'll see how see how that goes. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with that assessment, Roger. Uh, it's just odd to me that uh, with the way geography works, Boone, Lake Brantley, and Apopka, and, and then uh, some other teams, how, how Boone got involved in all that, I'm not real sure. They had to skip over some other teams, but maybe it's because of the, the classifications. I don't know. I haven't looked at the at, – paid that close attention to it. It just came out a couple days ago that uh, they sent this out uh, via email, the FHSAA. So it's it just, I, I don't know, I just think, you know, maybe DP or Olympia uh, versus Boone uh, kind of would make sense. But Popkin uh, and Boone haven't been in the same district for anything for, I mean, maybe other than uh, a sport like uh, weightlifting or something where there's 15 or 20 teams in a district. Uh you know, it, it haven't been in, in certainly a baseball, football, basketball, softball type district where there's five or six teams generally. Uh, hadn't been in the Popka's district in I don't know how long. If, I, I can't recall any of it ever being in the same district in, in this one of the uh, the major sports. We're speaking with John Perry on Blue Darter Sports Central today. We're coming to you from the studio day today, a little bit different. Do want to give a shout out to our friends over at Porky's Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopkin. Also, let you know about some new menu items that let you know that there are some brand new menu items at Porky's. In fact, last Friday I had the opportunity to have the sloppy Joe at Porky's, which was literally outstanding, and I was very pleased to see that that's a, a new menu item at Porky's. And of course, if you haven't tried the chicken pot pie. I strongly encourage you to do so. It's literally, um, you're, get, you're not going to find a better chicken pot pie anywhere. And it's great to see that as a new addition to Porky's as well. In addition, of course, to all the other great traditional uh, meat dishes and country fixings as well. And not to mention, of course, that great banana pudding. Um, John, would you, um, I would let you, I'll just kind of defer to you um, on, on other, you know, top of the, top, top of the, uh, Mind awareness uh, sports happening here this week and the next week. Uh, you know any, anything else that jumps out at you? And I do know that um, as we before we end our conversation, I would like to talk some about a popular blue daughter softball. In fact, uh, they're having their banquet tonight up at the Hidden Barn, and uh, of course that was a historic season for them, best season in popular history, and that's something we can all, all be proud of and, and continue to to celebrate. Yeah, they, they that was quite a quite a season, and and. And you know, if there's there's time to reflect on that, but I tell you what, looking ahead, I mean, you never know because every year is different. Even if it's everybody coming back, but of course, the Blue Darters lose uh, one senior, Michaela Fisher, uh, and and so who's a quality quality player, but everybody else is back. And there were a couple kids this year who really didn't see much time due to injuries and stuff. So. We'll see how all that works in, but uh, hopefully everybody will keep their uh, keep their uh, minds focused and their hearts focused on, on keeping this team together in terms of 
you know, always working for the team, and there's no reason not to think that'll happen. Uh, you just, uh, you know, this team's got a, a, a lofty goals, and and you know, they it should fully include. Sometimes, you know, it's like okay, we just want to keep be competitive and keep our head above water, and maybe finish over 500, and who knows, maybe make the the postseason. But this team's got a lofty goals, and, and it should be lofty because this is a very talented team. And, and uh, obviously a very young team that uh, has got got some great days ahead of it. It's some great days. This, you know, the program's solid from from the get go with, with Coach Mike McQuitty. But I tell you, uh, this team, this year's team was was outstanding, and, and they're reaping some postseason re- rewards that uh, I know uh, Coach McQuitty is going to announce to the the young ladies tonight. So uh, we'll see how all that goes, but. Uh, this team's also got some great days ahead. There's no doubt about that. Well, John, we're up on our break here on Blue Darter Sports Central. Would you be able to stay with us a little bit longer? A little bit longer, Roger. I've got got some stuff i got to get done, but yes, we got a few more minutes. We'll be fine. Okay, we'll take a quick break. Then we'll come back with, with John Perry and wrap up with John Perry from his perspective. And then uh, um, we'll continue on Blue Darter Sports Central. We're pleased that you're joining us today, and we'll be right back. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 W. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams coming to you live today from in the studio. We do want to give a shout out to our friends over at Porky's Barbecue, and I know that uh, a lot of great. Uh, Blue Darters and Apopkins and Central Floridians are there now getting their weekend started off just right for lunch with lunch at Porky's. I also want to give you this word from our friend, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com. Dr. Patrick St. Germain is proud to be voted best chiropractor once again, now for 10 years in a row. Dr. Patrick St. Germain, when it comes to sports medicine, has worked with athletes at all levels, from elite high school and college athletes to professional athletes to Olympic champions. So when you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. That's 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. Call, when you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. Dr. Patrick St. Germain, proud to support a Popka Blue Daughter Sports on 1520 WBZW. Now back to... John Peary, the Popka Chief and Planner, and John, just uh, I'll just let you make the call when you when you need to go. Um, and until then, I, I would like to have you say a little bit more about a Popka Little League. Uh, you, I do know historically, of course, the summer is when you know, you have the the teams advance, and the champion from a Popka goes to play other um, you know uh, other places around Central Florida, and then also later in the summer, which it looks like I guess we're approaching that time, All Stars. Um, begin for um, the all-star competition begins for a pop and that's always a re- really big deal in, in little league uh, can you just you know bring us up to date on what's taking place uh, r- right now with a pop little league yeah roger it's uh it's changed tremendously over the years they have uh the all-star competition is the top team competition been over for a couple weeks it's, it's uh more of a may early june event these days and uh, there's just a certain level that, that the top teams go on. They don't go past the district, I believe. 
And so uh, the, the regular all-star teams that we know about, that when, when uh, ABC and ESPN uh, televised the Little League World Series, that's, of course, one age group. That's 11- and 12-year-old um, majors, they call it. And, and that's up in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. That's the one that the Apopka Little League in 2001 finished as the U.S. champion in, in that competition. But there's a ton of other uh, competition levels in, in uh, Little League, and they keep expanding the age groups. Like now there's a, a group that ages 8 through 10. And obviously at those ages you've got some 8-year-olds who are bigger and stronger and, and more developed physically than 10-year-olds are. And, and you know, then you've got the, the 10-year-old who maybe uh, should be playing with the 12-year-olds in terms of ability and, and size and strength. So it just, you know, in those ages, so they've, they've expanded the age groups, and uh, but there's still age group competition, and that's the way it should be. Uh, and, and some of them go to a certain level, and, and some of them continue on to the World Series if they make it that far. And, of course, that's that's an unusual situation. Uh, I know in the, in the Little League, the regular Little League that we think of, the Major League, the 11- and 12-year-olds, you know, there's there's one team, one Little League team from all of the southeastern United States that makes it to the World Series. So you can see how tough it is. You can have a really good really good team and and, uh, and not, not get there. Baseball being the game that it is, it's a different kind of game. And, and like right now, the College World Series is going on, and there's some good teams that didn't make it to Omaha. And every year it's the same way, so... Uh, but the Little League will continue, and, uh, you know, they'll be playing, I guess, at least through early July, depending on exactly how far some of them may advance. Now, of course, I'd like to talk about football, and that's one of the sports that's out there working right now. They've got a pretty structured, uh, you know, voluntary uh, conditioning program going on over the summer. I've been hearing from some of the moms, you know, the, the guys are definitely out there working hard, which is exactly what I would have expected. Um, but uh, can you just give us an update on the Popka Blue Daughter football over the summer and especially what's happening now with the conditioning? Yeah, they're, 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 I haven't, uh, honestly, Roger, I haven't spoken with Jeff uh, uh, Rolson in several days um, just from a practical standpoint, but I know they're continuing to work. And, you know, with all the rain we've had, they've had to keep everything inside a lot of it. <laughs> instead of outside, but, you know, they've got things they do inside. You know, there's, of course, there's the weightlifting and whatnot, but they also can can uh, do some aerobics, if you want to call it that, uh, you know, uh, conditioning stuff. So they're, they're going to they're gonna be conditioned no matter whether they've got outside or inside and uh, continue to do that through, uh, of course, now they take off July 4th week. And then uh, I have yet to, I don't know if they're going to be able to attend a fellowship of Christian athletes camp, FDA camp or not. A part of it just depends on finances and timing and everything else. So uh, that's yet to be seen, at least from my perspective. Uh, and and but then the fall practice starts on on July 29th, and uh, you know at that point it, it becomes real. And and the next thing you know, all of a sudden the Blue Daughters are playing uh, Booker T. Washington down in Miami for the for the preseason game, and then the next week will be. Uh, playing at Jones in the season opener in Orlando. So, uh, you know, it, it'll be here before you know it. And, uh, you know, cause practice it starts in about six weeks. So they'll condition and, and continue on that. There was some news that came out ye- yesterday, Roger, <coughs> excuse me, uh, from the F- F- Florida High School Athletic Association regarding uh, 
and it was just an explanation. It wasn't anything new, but it was an explanation of the uh, how the football playoff, uh, the RPI, the rating percentage index, will work for football this next year. So completely new animal uh, for those who, uh, you know, it took a while to get used to the thing they've had the last two years. Well, that's been scrapped. And so they're now going with this RPI, and uh, it includes your uh, team's winning percentage and then the opponent's winning percentage and the opponent's opponent's winning percentage, and then there's a multiplier at each level. And then it's, it's added up, and voila, there's a number. Uh, you know, it, it's going to take a lot of uh, math to get in there and, and figure it out. It's all numbers. If there's no, oh, you know, Somebody might get in or might not or whatever. It, the numbers are what the numbers are as long as they're crunched correctly. So, uh, you know, district champs will continue to, to automatically qualify, but the seeding of, of district champs, <coughs> excuse me, uh, the seedings will be determined by those numbers. And so then the teams that don't win the district can still qualify for the playoffs via the, this ratings percentage index, RPI. So, I, you know, it's, it's going to be a unique situation, a different situation, let's put it that way. And uh, so you're going to – the teams that you play are important, but then the teams that they play will have uh, some importance, will have some some uh, dealings with whether you make the playoffs or not uh, outside of, of winning the district. So certainly the seedings will, will be along that line. So, I, you know, it's, it's – they're not – and the one thing I found interesting – is the FHSA will have will release the this RPI, but they're not going to do it until after the seventh game of the regular season. The second, excuse me, the second Tuesday in October is when they're going to release this information, and uh, the, the weekly, and then they'll do it weekly through the rest of the of the uh, regular season. But uh, so it's it's just it's it's certainly different, and district standings will count, and district games will count. But that's not the only way. It's not the only way that you can make the playoffs as, you know, a district champ. And, of course, you won't make the playoffs as a district runner-up anymore. So, necessarily, I mean, not automatically. You can certainly make it. I mean, last year, you know, Wakaiva, Apopka, and West Orange, all three came out of that, that district under that older thing, uh, the other RPI type thing. And, and so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how it all works out and uh, – if you win your games, you're going to be in the playoffs. That's the bottom line. And one more thing before you go, and I appreciate you spending so much time with us here. Um, we will we'll have another district in football this year, uh, which I think is certainly interesting. Personally, I like it. Uh, one of the things, you know, we'll lose some teams that, that have been in there before, but we also, um, if I'm not mistaken, but we'll also pick up add Lake Brantley and Lake Mary. And of course, uh, Lake Brantley has been, uh, you know, a huge, was a huge rivalry for a pop going back forty plus years. And you know, they made the decision to stop playing us a couple of years ago. And I'm personally, I'm happy to see them back on the schedule. I just thought it was such a natural rivalry from a lot of respects. I, I missed uh, playing Brantley, and I'm happy to see them back on, on the schedule again. And now they're not just back on the schedule; they're going to be in the district as well. And can can you uh, share right. share that that the, the new football district with us? Yeah, it's it's. Uh... It's it's somewhat the same, but one of the big changes is Wakiva's now 7A school and Apopka's 8A. So, uh, Wakiva dropped the 7A a few years ago, got back in 8A. It's all based on student population at the school. So Wakiva, Apopka, and Wakiva will play. They actually, it's the last game of the regular season, but 
but it's not a district game anymore. However, because of the of the way the the ratings percentage index is, is operated, that game will count toward at least toward seeding, if not making the playoffs. So in the new in the new district for will include Apopka, Lake Brantley, Lake Mary, Ocoee, Evans, and West Orange. So sixteen district, and uh, it is a little bit different, um, but it's it's definitely. I, I like it. I think it's a it's a good solid district. There's no, you know, we'll see with the pop to how a pop could turns out, and you know, with the coaching changes and everything, and see how things go. But uh, it's not a, a district where you've got a, a you know, a St. Thomas Aquinas or a, this type of thing or, or, or team. Or it's not a weak district either. It's a it's a district with a lot of good teams, and it, it'll be interesting to see how it all fold, uh, folds out at the end. Uh, there's there's a lot of things that, that <coughs> excuse me. There are a lot of teams that that can come out of that district. I wouldn't be surprised to see. Uh, uh, you know, you could have one team. Every district's going to have a district that's going to have at least one team, and you could have multiple teams after that, uh, uh, depending on the RPI that that each team has. But I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of six and four, seven and three, eight and two t- kind of teams coming out of that district. This, this next year, but we'll see. It's, uh, it's it's going to definitely be interesting. I agree, and I'm excited about it. And we look forward to covering it right here on 1520 WBCW. And of course, join John always joins us at halftime for the halftime report. John, thanks for joining us today. We uh, have a great weekend. We look forward to catching up with you next week. That's good, Roger. Y'all, y'all have a good weekend as well. Uh, take care. John Perry joining us on Blue Darter Sports Central. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back. We'll be joined by Dan Gorey, who just graduated from Apopka High School, and he had an excellent um, and significant career uh, for the Blue Darters, and we want to talk to him about that, which was hard characterized by hustle and overachievement. So please stay with us. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams coming to you today live from the studio. do want to give a shout out to our friends over at Porky's, and I encourage everyone to get over and get your weekend started off just right with lunch at Porky's this afternoon and today at lunchtime. We we have an interesting guest coming up. In just a moment, uh, before, and that's Dan Gorey, who was um, just recently graduated from Apopka High School. He had a very significant career as a blocking back, among other things, for the Blue Darters. And we're going to talk to him about his career as an Apopka player. I wanted to especially invite Dan Gorey to join us on Blue Darter Sports Central um, because, uh, you know, obviously observing him as doing the play-by-play for the games over the last years – I noticed, um, you know, his effort, his enthusiasm, his hustle, um, and his good play uh, really stood out. And I wanted to uh, have him join us and, and talk about his career and share uh, some of the highlights of it with you, um, and especially his uh, work ethic and uh, the things that uh, allowed him to be uh, successful in 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 the program. Before we go to Dan Gorey, though, I want to let you know that. Blue Darter Sports Central and all the sports you hear right here on 1520 WBZW are presented by Dr. Andre Baptiste at Baptiste Orthodontics. Baptiste Orthodontics offers braces for all ages, including traditional braces and clear aligners, 
such as Invisalign and Clear Correct. At Baptiste Orthodontics, quality new braces can start for as low as $129 a month. And their professional-friendly staff provide the highest levels of customer service. Baptiste Orthodontics is also very pleased to support education in Orange County. In fact, Baptiste Orthodontics is a proud partner of 40 Orange County public schools. Visit any one of Baptiste Orthodontics' three locations for a free consultation, and especially their brand-new office on Park Avenue in Apopka, right across from Kitland Nelson Park. Find out more at BaptisteOrthodontics.com. That's BaptisteOrthodontics.com. Dr. Andre Baptiste and Baptiste Orthodontics, bracing you for success in 2019. Now let's go to Dan Gorey, football player for the Apopka Blue Darters and a recent graduate of Apopka High School. Hello, Dan. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for inviting me on the show. I appreciate it very much. Yeah, I appreciate you joining us on short notice. As I understand, you're actually up in Tallahassee, uh, I guess, investigating your uh, your next uh, educational move. Is that correct? Yes, sir. I'm up around here in Florida State and TCC, looking for apartments within New year. Now, let me uh, go ahead and share with our audience why I particularly wanted to have you join us and talk about your career as a Blue Darter player. You know, of course, as I mentioned earlier, I don't know if you heard that part, I um, observed you. You got my attention um, for several reasons as we were doing the, the play-by-play here on 1520 WBZW over the last season or so, season or two. And, you know, one of the things that I noticed was, and of course, knowing, uh, you know, somewhat – uh, having somewhat of a knowledge of the way uh, Coach Darlington's values and and the way things work with the program, one of the things I noticed was that uh, you oftentimes would carry the American flag, lead the team out into the field by carrying the American flag. And uh, I suspect, I don't know for a fact, but I suspect that's a, that's a, an honored position. Yes, yeah, not something that's chosen at random. It's something that's earned. And uh, so I wanted to, that's one thing I noticed about you. And then Obviously, another thing I noticed about you, you're not certainly not one of the bigger guys on the team, to say the least, uh, even though this past year uh, you played a, a position that really calls for a, a big guy blocking back position, which is a crucial position in Coach Darlington's uh, single-wing offense. In fact, uh, uh, yeah, you were on the, if, if I understand, the second um, team, and the guy who was the starter was Jalen Carter, who was the biggest guy on the team. So um, obviously that contrast uh, got my attention, and but it also told me that you wouldn't be in that position if you, uh, you weren't an extraordinary um, hustler and a guy who played with extraordinary effort in addition to skill. But Anyway, those are just to set the stage. That's a couple of reasons I wanted to talk to you because it's obvious to me that you were a guy who who worked very hard at practice and uh, off the field as well, and you were a guy that obviously Coach Darlington had confidence in, um, you know, despite your your lack of uh, prototype size, if you will. So, anyway, can you uh, just talk about a little bit about your career um, and, and some of your highlights? Yeah. So, uh, my very first time ever stepping like on an actual football field playing was in ninth grade freshman year. Um, it was a completely different, like, whole entire scene. I've never been on a football field before, so being able to hit and go out of here together was something I really enjoyed at the beginning, but it was also a little confusing. And then um, moving into, like, I played JV my uh, first sophomore year, and I got pulled up to varsity at the end of my uh, junior year. Playing with uh, Jalen Carter and players like that, it was a completely different experience. Being one of the smallest guys on the field, going against one of the biggest and uh, most top-recruited players in the country is a completely different feeling. <laughs> and um, 
probably my biggest highlight probably was senior night, my senior year. I uh, scored my very first touchdown, ran the ball in for 25 yards. So I was a really cool experience getting to celebrate and seeing all the others. And um, honestly, waking, I was constantly waking off the field in the weight room. That was like my favorite part of the day. Going in there, lifting weights with all my friends, and uh, going to practice too. It was no that's great and who who did you say was encouraging you Yeah, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to you know, have you join us and highlight your career and your efforts and share them with our listeners. Is yeah, I know well for a fact <laughs> that uh, Coach Darlington, you know, has a program where hard work is a huge part of it. Um, uh, certainly, I mean, has a reputation among the other coaches in Central Florida as being uh, for his you know, the hard work, <laughs> to say the least. That um, you know, characterizes a Popka Blue Daughter football under Coach Darlington. And so I know that, you know, anybody who's out there, you know, dressing out on Friday nights has, has obviously gone through a tremendous amount of effort and commitment and desire, uh, you know, in order to uh, to endure, uh, you know, that all that consistent hard work. Like you said, whether it's on the field, on the practice field or on, in the weight room or conditioning and, and other areas. Um, so what was it? And I know especially for guys that aren't aren't starting and they're not playing a lot, that takes an even higher level of commitment. So, um yeah, that certainly got my attention. Now, can you talk about why, uh, what the criteria for being chosen to to carry both the the American flag, the the huge you know American flag, and lead the mm-hmm. team on the field behind that, and then also the 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 player who's chosen to to lead the to carry the blue darter flag, which is you know follows right behind the player carrying the American flag. Yes, sir. Um, so before every game, Coach D always gives us his little pre-talk, and he always names who's carrying the flags out. And it's always based on who worked the hardest that week, who wanted it the most, who's going to go out there and lead the team to, to a victory. So my very first time is it was the second game of the year. He said my name, and I was so excited because it was the first time I had to get to carry the American flag onto the field, which is an honor itself. And we went out there. I played a couple. I played a couple downs, caught the ball. So that was really fun. And uh, we went to a victory, so that was a lot of fun. And um, honestly, you have to be there supporting your teammates constantly, whether you're down, down by 20 or up by 20. You have to be there picking them up, making sure you're going 100% all, like, the entire, entire game. Now, we're speaking with Dan Gorey on Blue Darter Sports Central. We're coming to you from the studio today. I do want to give a shout-out to our friends over at Porky's, and I know there are a bunch of Blue Darters and Central Floridians getting their weekend started off just right, having lunch over at Porky's. We're speaking with Dan Gorey. Dan just recently graduated from Apopka High School. He was a he was in the football program for four years, despite this fact that he was, I would say, I would characterize him as an undersized player. Uh, in fact, Dan, what, what exactly uh, you know is, is your size? How tall are you? How much do you weigh? I'm actually five foot nine, 165 pounds. 
So, I mean, that's that's not super small. We've got guys that have started and you know been great players that are, are smaller than that. Um, but at the same time, for the position you play, usually you know the the expectation or the stereotype, if you will, the guy playing blocking back is usually uh, a much much bigger player. In fact, the guy as we oh, talked yeah. about, uh, who who's the starting blocking back was Jalen Carter, who's six five two sixty. Five, uh, so so that gives that gives our listeners a little bit of indication of the kind of effort and hustle and heart that that you must have had to have to to be playing that position in the first place. Now, um, can you tell us a little bit about how you um, you said you played football for the first time in ninth grade? Had you been playing other sports uh, to that point, and what led you to uh, try football in ninth grade? Yeah, so I started off playing soccer in elementary school. I played that and volleyball throughout elementary and middle. I played a little bit of flag football, but, like, it wasn't anything good. But um, every year, just after high school football coaches go to the middle schools around, uh, possibly talking about the program. And um, coming through middle school, I went to every single Apopka game. I went to all the state championship games. It was so fun just watching them. And I was like, you know what? I kind of want to try to play football. So I went out there. And um, hit me like a track. It was a completely different experience. It wasn't soccer. <laughs> and, and and Dan, can you t- talk about um, how you came to play the blocking back position? So, my very first year playing, I always played O line, and um, switched to linebacker during the spring. And I, I lost a punt at that one point, but Coach B said he needs someone he can trust in the backfield to play blocking back, and uh. He said, I need someone who's just going to give it 100% effort. I said, hey, I'll give it 100% effort. Let's try it out. So I went out there the very first day. Uh, it was a little confusing because being a former offensive lineman, never caught the ball or ran the ball in my life. I went out there and did it, and I uh, caught the ball in practice. I was like, you know what, this is a really fun position. I'm going to try to stick it out. And um, just gave it 100% every day, every day just constantly hitting. And that being one of the most physical positions on the field, you just have to keep going because if you're not, you're going to get hurt if you're not paying attention. That's a great point. We're up on our next break. Can you stay with us for a little bit longer? Yes, sir, I can. Friends, we're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. We're speaking with Dan, Blue Daughter football player Dan Gorey, and we'll be right back. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day to be in a popcorn Blue Darter. We're coming to you live from the studio today. I do want to give a shout out to Steve and all the gang over at Porky's Apopka as they are helping Central Florida and Apopka get their weekend started off just right with a great lunch at Porky's Barbecue. I also want to give a shout-out to our friends at Florida Door Solutions, let you know that Florida Door Solutions is celebrating their 18th anniversary, and they're doing that in a big way, which includes offering as much as 18% off of certain select products in their residential division. Florida Door Solutions also been voted has also been voted best car, best door company uh, for once again, uh, and Florida Door Solutions supports Apopka Blue Darter Athletics on fifteen twenty WBZW. Also, want to let you know that Blue Darter Sports Central and all the sports programs you hear on 
1520 WBCW are presented by Baptiste Orthodontics. Baptiste Orthodontics offers braces for all ages, including traditional braces and clear aligners, such as Invisalign and Clear Correct. At Baptiste Orthodontics, quality new braces can start for as low as $129 a month, and their professional-friendly staff provide the highest levels of customer service. Baptiste Orthodontics is also very pleased to support education in Orange County. Baptiste Orthodontics is a proud partner of 40 Orange County public schools. We encourage you to visit any one of Baptiste Orthodontics' three locations for a free consultation, especially their brand-new Apopka office on Park Avenue right across from Kitland Nelson Park. Find out more at BaptisteOrthodontics.com. That's BaptisteOrthodontics.com. Baptiste Orthodontics is bracing the Blue Darters for success in 2019. Now back to Dan Gorey. Dan Gorey graduated recently from Apopka High School. He was a noted football player. In fact, he certainly got my attention during the play-by-play that we do, of course, on 1520 WBCW for his hustle, his desire, and his heart, and also uh, some success on the field as well. He's an undersized player playing a very important position, the blocking, the blocking back position in Coach Rick Darlington's offense. And he also on off, often um, would carry, lead the team onto the field carrying the huge American flag that was such a part of Coach Darlington's program. And, of course, that is a position that is selected uh, by um, – is, is, is an honored position on the, on the team, and it's selected for outstanding qualities and hard work. Now, Dan, um, I'd like to continue to talk about the blocking back position that which you played you know, your last couple of years. And, um, you know, it, Coach Darlington even said, uh, told me himself on an interview that we were doing on air that, in his opinion, the blocking back position was the most important position on the offense because you know, the blocking back pretty much, um, you know, has the key block on, on just about every every running play. And, uh, you know, certainly it's a tribute to you that you, um, you know, were chosen, uh, you know, along with volunteering. But but you also, it's, it's a two-way street. It's not just the volunteering, it's being chosen as well uh, to, to play that very important position. And, and again, as we have said, even though you're somewhat undersized at 5'9", 165 pounds uh, uh, to, to play that particular position, uh, can you just talk about... Um, you know, what were some of the the characteristics uh, about the position that you like and that you feel um, that uh, you know you were well suited for? Yes, yeah, so blocking back is like you said is the main blocker on all the running plays. It's coming around the edge, either blocking the first uh, linebacker, blocking the defensive end. If you don't block them, then that means the play doesn't go well. But once you do get that steal and you do get the block, or watching Jackson or like Hakeem Brown come around and score. It's always one of the best feelings is, you know, that you contributed to scoring that touchdown and contributed to the win. Honestly, that's what, that's like what made the position great for me is knowing that I was making such an impact on the field and helping my team win. Now, can you talk about um, why you stuck with it? Because as I said before, I'm not sure if all of our listeners would fully grasp it. You know, I, I think I have a clue since I spent four years in the program myself, not under, not under Coach Darlington, but... Our coaches were definitely huge believers in hard work, to say the least, back in the day as well. Um, you know, and I know how difficult it can be if you're not a starter, even if you're not getting a lot of playing time, 
to, to go through that grueling experience uh, day after day after day and even the conditioning program in the off season and even the weight program uh, off the field. What, what was it uh, what, you know, that made you just want, want to stick with it and, and uh, you stick with football even though for most of your career, your Vosgerdy career, you weren't playing a whole lot? Yeah, I honestly just enjoy being a part of such a great team and uh, being around great guys all the time. Coach Darlington not only like taught us how to play football, but he also taught us how to be good men in life. That's what I really enjoyed. It taught me to mature very fast. But um, going through like the off season workouts and you know August being in complete full pads in 105 degree weather isn't always the easiest. But honestly, like it built a bit heart. Heart's uh, probably the most important thing in football. If you don't have heart, you don't have anything. And uh, being able to stick it out, honestly, I feel like I can go through anything after that. And I know, like, I'll always be able to help everyone else out, even in a hard time. Yeah, well, we certainly commend you. I know, uh, like I said, I have somewhat of a clue as to how hard you had to work, the kind of perseverance it took, the commitment. I knew it wasn't easy, uh, to say the least. And, uh, you know, I just commend you for your efforts. And um, I was especially gratified. And that's one of the things I love about Coach Darlington is that he recognizes guys like you that are overachieving, guys that are giving it their all every day regardless of how big they are, regardless of how, how much so-called quote-unquote talent they might have, uh, he does acknowledge and re- recognize the guys that are, that, are, that are putting their heart and soul into it and um, you know, works to you know, help reward you, you know, guys like that. And, of course, you were rewarded by having that honored position of carrying, leading the team onto the field, carrying the, the huge American flag, but also getting the start, your last uh, you know, few games of your career. Can you talk about that experience? Because I remember I was personally gratified to look out there and see you in the starting lineup, You know, Jalen Carter, uh, who played ahead of you. And, of course, for those that don't know, Jalen Carter was literally one of the most highly recruited high school football players in the country. In fact, uh, he's, he's committed now to, to Georgia. Um, certainly a, a five-star recruit by anybody's estimation. That's the guy that was starting ahead of, of Dan. And then when he went down with his injury, Dan was chosen to step up and fill his huge shoes. Um, but can you talk about the, just that experience of getting the call here l- late in your career, the right, literally the last, the last regular season game of your senior career, you get your first start. Uh, can you talk about that experience? Yes, sir. So the uh, the Monday of the Dr. Phillips week, which is also a senior night week, and uh, Casey said, you better get ready because you're starting. I said, yes, sir. And um, going through the practices, I was I thought I was learning stuff as a backup, but it's completely different when you're the starter. You have to know every inch of the entire football field, knowing what what every position does. And um, going through the week, was, it was one of the toughest weeks I've played like during football because he was always on our back, making sure we did everything right. And I appreciate that because you have to be perfect on the football field. If you're not, you're going to get someone else hurt. You're going to lose the game. Um, it, everything can just go wrong if you're not being 100% perfect. But then um, Friday, when Friday night rolled around, it's senior night, we did the walk and everything. Uh, very first snap of the play, it was just a completely different feeling. Blocking and letting my, uh, my teammates score touchdowns and run the ball, it was just, it was great being on the field with all of them, seeing everyone play. And I felt like I was actually contributing to the win. It was great. Then um, going into the first week of playoffs against Oviedo, I played in a playoff game before for like 30 seconds, maybe a minute. But actually starting in a playoff game is a completely different feeling than anything else. It's a uh, you-lose-you-go-home situation, and knowing that having the pressure on you just makes everything completely different. 
And um, going out there, playing through the whistle, still the very last second with my entire team was probably the best feeling I've had you know, in all my four-year career. And then uh, going against Lakaiva, which was a whole different experience because their defense was one of the best in Orange County, one of the best in the state probably. And uh, being the small size I am is a uh, is a wake up call. But I played through it, played to the very last minute, and we just left it all on the field that night. Yes, yeah, certainly the second game versus Wichita, even though it was a loss, was much more competitive, and you guys really fought your hearts out. And of course, they're one of the most talented high school teams I've ever seen. Wichita this past season had the best, most talented, best high school defense I've, I've ever seen in my, in my life. So. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. Um, I can imagine what it must have been out there trying to block those guys. But uh, we, listen, we really appreciated watching you over the course of your career. We appreciate your hustle and your commitment and your heart. And uh, really Thank appreciate you, you joining us today. Uh, we got about a minute before we have to sign off. And I, once again, I appreciate you joining us on for short on short notice. What what are your your goals now? What what's the the future hold for you? What are your, what are your, your more more more, uh, more recent aspirations? Um, I'm going to college in the fall. I'm going to try to get all A's and B's and make sure everything's going perfect and get my degree. And um, maybe try to play a couple sports up here in Tallahassee. What's well, great. Listen, we wish you the best. Look forward to catching up with you some more, maybe having you come up and join us at Porky sometime in, in person yes, over sir. the summer. Uh, but uh, you know, thank you for joining us today, and congratulations on an outstanding high school football career for the Blue Darters. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Friends, we're nearing rapidly nearing the end of our show. We really appreciate you joining us today. It was great to speak with Dan Gorey specifically. I really watched him. He got my attention, as you might have gotten might have gotten a clue, and uh, really enjoyed watching him. Uh, the kind of player that I think that characterized the coach Rick Darlington era at Apopka. Guys, uh, nitty gritty guys who are out there working, hustling, giving it all uh, in, in difficult circumstances, and and playing well when they got the opportunity. It's also great to speak with. John Perry and get a great overview of summer sports in Apopka over the summer. Well, that's going to do it for our program today. Hope you have a great day and a great weekend. And get up to Porky's and get your weekend started off just right. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.